Welcome to Sinner's Take, another Catholic guys podcast of which we are the worst. I'm Alec. I'm Eddie. And I'm Cody. And today we're going to talk about idols. So we got the band back together today. For the, we're taking a little break from the Narnia Nuggets series, and we're going to be talking about a couple things, something that was on my heart to share and something that was on the heart of Alec to share. Uh, Cody doesn't bring anything to share. He He's pretty much useless. So <laughs> Very selfish. His idea was to uh, no, the rename is- the podcast Narnia Nuggets. <laughs> the pro- <laughs> my problem is the topics that we have to talk about today, I've never struggled with ever. So, um. so Eddie, you want to start? Are we talking about idols, idolatry, American idol? The idol from Indiana Jones. Really narrow it down for us. You know, all of the above, really. Uh, we're going to go through, we're going to rank our top American idols. You know, because mm-hmm. obviously everyone here is uh, following that, you know. And we've all auditioned. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we should be. Check back for this. Actually, are they still airing American Idol? I don't think so, right? That's, I, that's no, over. I think they are. I think it came back. Really? Yeah. It's just fallen to the, to the wayside, though. I mean, there's like 50 other voice competitions. Yeah. It's uh, so that's what we were really talking about is like, which, which voice competition is the best? No, but I, it's just been something that I have been kind of praying with recently and by praying, kind of praying with recently, I mean praying with recently and (laughs) essentially (laughs) I just find in myself a tendency to place things in the place of God that should not go there. And when I say idols, I mean, what I mean by that is like idolatry in the sense of giving to something to that belongs to God to something that is not God. And ultimately what that really is is and when you really value something that is above like when you value something above your relationship with God, I think it can lead to a whole mess of problems in your life. And I don't mean just like the obvious things like people who value worldly things, but I've noticed it creep into my own life in spiritual things and things that in and of themselves aren't bad, but can placed in a disorderly way in the highest place in my heart and it affects my relationship with God and it affects my work and it affects a lot of things and it kind of sneaks in there and you don't really like, I don't really notice how it happens, but then it kind of, it just does. And then I realize like a week later or a month later and hopefully not much longer than that, but that this has kind of been happening and it, I, it is taxing and I find myself uh, in a bit of a spiritual rut because of it. So we're gonna talk about some of those things. I can give a couple examples from my own life, but uh, thoughts, initial thoughts? Not just with spiritual things. I think it, this happens, at least for me, I think the biggest one for me is, is things that I let take the place of God, especially in where I seek uh, rest and where I seek consolation. Mostly where I seek rest, consolation, and leisure, I guess. Not, I'm not saying that prayer is the only leisure, but I guess I'll get into it as well. You know, But I, I think that's where I see this most in my life. Is not, uh, I don't know what you mean by spiritual things, but I think definitely with the rest for me. Yeah, when I say spiritual things, I mean, I guess I probably would have been better to say just like things that are important in the spiritual life, I guess, but are not relationship with God in and of themselves, you mm-hmm. know, secondary things becoming primary things. Okay. It's interesting. I was excited when you mentioned this as a topic because I. I think it, it's important to realize that idolatry goes beyond like a literal idol sitting in front of us or some other God or some other person or thing, but like 
that's why I'm excited to hear some of your examples of what does idolatry look like and what exactly you mean by, so what, what is it that belongs to God and who, how and to what are we giving that elsewhere? Maybe your example, if you wouldn't consider it the best example, what would an accessible example of this be of kind of idolatry outside of, you know, it's not a, a golden snake we're putting up on a hill, but like everyday idolatry we might be susceptible to. Yeah. So a example that I think is pretty obvious. I mean, any, any, obviously people idolize sin, right. In their life. So people place money, pride, power, the classic, those are like, these are like the classic uh, idols. That I think people place instead of, instead but of I want to even kind of back up. What do you mean by like, cause we say obviously people idolize sin, but what is, what does that look like to idolize money? Yeah, I mean, I think if you are seeking after money is like your the the goal of your life and it is your number one your number one priority and it is something that you are striving after every day and the kind of it, it orientates orients orientates is not a word orients your whole day towards it and you know it's kind of why you find yourself to be living it's what brings you joy it's what brings you life I think are all signs that these that this is something that is taking place of what is ideally meant for God, right? God is who deserves worship, who deserves your, uh, your everything, who deserves your complete and total surrender to him and um, is worthy of being your number one priority. And I think that uh, whether it be money or fame or power, anything like that can become your number one. And that looks in many different ways. That those, Again, when I say obvious, I mean like those are the ones that I think the world struggles with the most, you know, that somebody is trying to go day to day making a name for themselves as opposed to, you know, coming to know the Lord and figure out who they are in relationship to him or somebody who is working all the time to try and build up money so that they either for whatever reason that people have that motivation or um, trying to get power over people, working your way up in companies, working your way up in jobs and positions to have a high power is things like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm thinking of like earthly ends. So, yeah, you you have this and right um, you name the big ones, right? That you'll hear money, pleasure, honor, power, right? I think those are the four and that maybe along the way we're willing to sacrifice other things to get there. You look like you have a thought, Cody. I don't know. I think I think on like a more day-to-day example because I I don't know. That's pretty big picture stuff. I think on a more, maybe on a more day to day example, at least what I have, what I was envisioning when we were talking about talking about idols, was what consumes your thought. Like when when you just idle out, what snaps you back into focus? Focus almost, or what what is your mind drifting towards most frequently? At least I feel like that's how I idolize things. Is I just let myself think about them too much or get drawn yeah into with them. with what are you most concerned and it's kind of consuming more than the appropriate amount of your effort and energy that you should be diverting toward holier things that seemed like a much better way of putting what i wanted to say so thank you <laughs> that's yeah. what we're all about here is taking other people's ideas and repackaging them in our own words <laughs> that goes for yes. other uh other podcasts other you know people and our own uh, co-hosts as well. We just, you know, <laughs> even in the midst of an episode, we will take your idea and make it my own. 
Uh, <laughs> that's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> I think most people, and I guess I don't want to make a blanket statement like that, but I think people are aware that, yes, God should be your number one. But I think the problem is, is people don't realize that there are other things besides power, pleasure, money, and whatever. What was it? Power, pleasure, honor, honor? wealth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Th- that there are other things in there that this can that this can kind of sneak in with. And again, when I say that it's it's an idol, it's like for me what I, what I mean is it's 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 something that is taking like you said m- my thought process and it's it's most of my effort and it's what I'm making my end. I think Alec you mentioned that. It's what I'm like working towards. And so I, I think maybe if I just say the example that I was specifically thinking about was ministry, right? So I think I can make ministry into an idol where my relate it's not about a relationship with God. It's about how good of a minister that I could be or how well I could be as a teacher and what I can do in service to him. So it's like making service of the Lord, the Lord himself, which is flawed because, um, and I've noticed that the more I, I go into that, the more that I realize that it's actually, it makes, it, it turns my relationship with him very toxic because it leads to despair because you've learned very quickly that like you aren't the savior and a lot of people are not going to listen to what you have to say. And, um, also sometimes the things you have to say aren't that great. So, uh, um, (laughs) it's making like, ultimately it's just, it's just prideful. Right. And it's, it's deteriorating this relationship with God because I'm trying to accomplish this task, which one, I can't accomplish on my own at all. And if I cut myself off from God, I really will have no success in that matter. But then it turns it into like, again, despair and like a grueling task where it's like, Oh, I feel like another day of trying to work in your vineyard, God, right? And you lose sight of the one who we are working for and the one we are being with, right, ultimately. So ministry is an offshoot of relationship with God. As you know, we've heard all the times over and over again that you have to fill up your vessel and what is overflowing goes out to the people who you are around. But if you have nothing inside of you, you cannot reach those around, like health in a healthy way. You cannot take the water and just give it to other people if you are not being fed yourself. So I noticed it in my own life that I began to, I began to, and oftentimes still do, place this ministry on a pedestal that this is my relationship with God and how successful my relationship with God is at the time is correlated to how well I am doing as a minister, how many important conversations I'm having, how busy I am, and none of these are actual relationship with God. And it's not until I switch that again and place God properly where he belongs as God, I am seeking after you personally in my own life. And everywhere that you lead me, you, I, I allow you to lead me. But if I don't have my eyes set on him, I will be blind to the things that he desires, for all the, the places that he desires me to go. And I'm going to end up in places that he doesn't need me or want me or are an effective use of my time. For the end of I'm a good minister because I got, I got them to have a good relationship or is it something else? No, my relationship with God... W- feels connected to and correlated to how well, how good of a minister I am, right? How many kids or people do I lead to saying they have a relationship with God equals how good of a relationship I have with God. And that's bad. <laughs> yeah. I've heard, I've heard a lot of people. Well, I've, I guess I've heard a lot of people in ministry t- say similar things, right? That no way. This is my original thought. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Eddie is the first person I've ever heard talk about this, so I don't know how to respond to it. Uh, I guess my initial thought would be, yeah, I, I think mostly because of my laziness uh, and selfishness have not experienced that 
form of idolatry that but i think that i have because of my laziness and selfishness experienced another form of idolatry which um i guess we could call like the god of rest or the god of leisure right so i uh, am not a super hardcore work oriented person I would not say. Uh, He's sitting I, over here in his like poncho jacket. I also, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm wearing my Baja hoodie. That's what they're called. Um, I very much enjoy doing uh, what I enjoy doing and not that which I don't. Uh, and I basically have never really found any work that has super much interested me for a long period of time. And I think that very frequently... I seek out rest, right? And I think I do it in a lot of ways uh, that I ought not. And so, so I think I make an idol out of not only rest, but the place that I find rest, right? So I think properly ordered, if I wanted rest, I would first go to prayer and, and take that desire before the Lord uh, and have that desire really be satisfied. But I think what happens most often is I go to like my little gods of rest, right? Which would be like Netflix or video games or any kind of game, really. It, it, it doesn't matter. I, any game is, will do. Or YouTube, right? Like I have these little gods of rest that I place my hope of finding rest into. And so like at the end of a long day, I, I legitimately had the thought today, right? Of, oh man, like it's been a long week. I just want to sit down and watch something stupid on YouTube, right? Like, I, I don't care what it is, right? My first thought was not, hey, God, it's been a really long week. I'd love to chat, you know? And I, th I think that that's how it creeps in more for me is, is I make an idol out of rest and then an idol out of the things that I think will give me rest as opposed to uh, letting the rest come genuinely and come from the place that it ought to. I, w I was reflecting on this a lot last or during quarantine, because I had infinite amounts of time to rest uh, and just do leisure. And, and I, I think I was also doing this with consolation as well. Like where was I expecting joy in quarantine to come from? And I was looking forward a lot uh, in the games that I would play communally with people. And the story that came to mind then, and that I feel is relevant to this, is St. Francis was to raise money for the community painting a pot and and just like a clay jar or something and he was you know he was working on it and he was very diligent about an working earthen on it. vessel if and, you will an earth if you will <laughs> and i will and he was in the middle of painting it right and he had not finished yet so he you know like went to prayer and he found himself in the middle of prayer thinking oh this is how i can make this pot better or like these are the things that specifically i think would would be good for this pot to look like and he couldn't shake it. He couldn't get it out of his head. So you know, this is the, the difference between a saint and me is he stood up and just went and smashed the pot so that he had nothing else to think about with it. Right. So like it was a, it became a distraction in prayer. So he destroyed it. Would that I could say I had a similar zeal. Never have I destroyed anything because it distracted me from prayer. I have never heard that story. That is, and that's like the most Saint Francis story ever. I think because you always hear things about him. He was just he—he he was a very bold man. Like, you know, stripping down in the town square to renounce his wealth, running naked into thorn bushes, <laughs> pouring dirt on his head instead of giving a talk because he felt like people were idolizing him. 
uh, he was just he was just a very bold man, you know. Yeah, it's just very direct. Like, Be oh, bolder. this is a problem. I'll solve it right now. <laughs> Throw that YouTube out the window. How about how about you get good? Direct quote: Saint Francis. <laughs> Get good always. Use words when necessary. <laughs> yeah, if I could smash you too, uh, I would. Cody, my question for you would be, is there a, are there different kinds of rest? Is, is there rest to be found in those leisure activities that is good outside of prayer? I think to some extent, yes, right? Because the, I want to avoid becoming too puritanical here and saying all, like the only place that you could find any sort of enjoyment must be God, right? I don't think that that's true. I think that the created order is a good thing and that there are good things that exist in it uh, and there's leisure to be found within it. I just, I think to the extent that it consumes my thought and to the extent that that is the first place that I turn when I want to relax or find or step away from work right i think that that is a bit disordered yeah and i i agree and as this is where something to be said about this whole idol thing in general is you really need it's got to come from your own personal prayer life and discernment what these things are because it could be completely off base there are people who don't have a problem with leisure there are people who don't have a problem with idolizing ministry there are people who don't but you do have things right and there's no way to know outside of taking the time to figure it out and seeing what is drawing you away from God. Because I do I do feel that the leisure one a little bit as well. When I did Exodus 90, the hardest thing for me to give up was watching Netflix while I was eating lunch. So like very, if, I, if I had to hone it down specifically to a very, like I, I, I'm very busy at work. As we've talked about before, you know, I, I teach, I have, I have a full-time teaching job and then I also basically have a full-time campus ministry job. And so it's, and I have gotten really attached to like that, like 30 minutes to an hour of my day that I just like turn off and I eat food, like eat lunch. I'll either go somewhere and get or get food from the cafeteria and just like watch Netflix or whatever. And I found myself one without the Netflix. And, um, and it's actually weird. Cause like, it's like, a, it's like a, it's so, it's so ritualistic, right? It's, it's Netflix, it's food. And it's like a specifically some sort of like soda, which is also something that is difficult for me to give up. And when any one of those three things is taken away, at that time period, I would get very like annoyed and it would kind of throw off my whole day, you know? And you can tell that it's something that like is, is distracting from God because like, I just didn't want, I don't know, I, I couldn't function without it, you know? And it, com- it comes and goes in waves, but it's tough, right? Because there's also a sense of entitlement with it, you know, which I think is also not great. I think that might be a good like point of clarification on our definition too. Like if you feel, or for your own personal discernment, if you feel like you couldn't go without it, like, yes, you could, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe there's like some attachment there to, or some idolization that's going on. I don't know. So Alec, what about you? Idols? Or are you perfect? Perfection is your idol. Thinking that you are perfect is your idol. Yeah. For me, I, I was trying to think about this too. And I think, it's a lot of how I feel other people will perceive me, which is to say it is more important to me. I, th- I think it, it's more or less my image, right? So it's the idea that I want to be, I want to be this good at something. So people will view me as being good at something. I want to be this. I, I, well, the way it's coming up a lot in law school is everyone is so 
high strung and type A and we need to never take a break and never relax at all that I'm kind of flipping the other way and being too relaxed in a way that is preventing me from properly engaging with the challenge and that I would rather get a worse grade and not be the person who is so obsessed with getting the best possible grade than get the best grade that I can. Does that make sense? It does. So it's more about me and the way that I, the image that I want to give off of being more relaxed than actually doing as well as God has enabled me to do. Yeah, and I think that that's, that's a real thing too with the idea of, if you want, if you want to build on that idol, just the, the thinking what other people think of you, I think, because it's something that I struggle with that I can kind of attest to, is sometimes I desire to look holy more than I desire to be holy, right? I desire the image of being, I want people to think that I'm holy, and I want people to think that I know the Lord, and I know I have a relationship with Him, and I... You know, it sneaks in like in such small ways, like you're in the adoration chapel and someone else walks in. So you like sit up and you're like, you know, like, I, like, it's just, it's so, it's so un, like what's in, in the subconscious in some conscious, some, oh that's it. God. It's just subconscious. Subconscious. <laughs> I get It's I so underconscious. <laughs> I can't words at all. Uh, you, you know, does you, do you guys ever feel that way? Yes. Yeah, there was, I was meeting, um, there was a project for school that I was working on and I was meeting with a priest and he uh, had to leave for a little bit. And so I was just sitting there in the chapel and I talked to him about it after because I wanted to kneel and pray when, and there were no kneelers, but I didn't because I didn't want him to come in and think that I'm kneeling like for some show. And it just turned into this, instead of actually spending that time praying, I was thinking about, well, if I kneel, maybe he'll think I'm doing it just to look holy. But if I don't kneel, that's bad because I should, because that's what I want to do for prayer. You know what I mean? It was I was in this dialogue of how's it going to look as opposed to how can I properly pray and spend time with the Lord. Yeah, it's a tough line to to walk. To it's all about degree. finding that balance. It's all about finding that balance. Because uh, <laughs> then, you know, you have that situation but then you also have like john paul ii who was supposed to give a talk but kept praying and the guy the mc was like okay and now john paul ii <laughs> is going to get up and speak and then he didn't he just stayed there praying and you know if you're going to be a skeptic you're like wow that's so prideful right but probably he was actually <laughs> like in spiritual ecstasy the whole time <laughs> no big deal <laughs> so yeah just it is hard when you introduce other people into the relationship between of you and, and God, because to some extent, I, th I think there's like a natural competitiveness that comes in for whatever reason, probably the devil, um, because really, I don't know. Why, why do you get competitive? Over, it's a safe guess to say the devil. I'm, I'm closer to Jesus than you are. Huh? <laughs> I, it's almost the safest guess. I said, I it's know. a safe guess to say the devil. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess like, you, like I said, you really got to find it in your in your own life. What are the things that you are idolizing that you should not be? And I guess they really tie a bow on it nicely, I think, or try to, because I feel like if maybe people are saying, so what do they mean by idol? Um, and, and I guess I don't really know. I, it's just the, I, I, more so than anything else, it's just a word that has been coming up in my prayer life, 
my prayer life a lot recently. And moral of the story, long story short, is that there are things that we value more than God that we should not value more than God. And if we do, our relationship with God will be bad. That's bad. That's very bad. <laughs> it's very, very bad. It's like relationship with God, but it's bad. <laughs> it'll be like a good relationship with God, except only it'll be bad. <laughs> um, That's the only small difference. Yeah. So, yeah. Does uh, anybody else have any other thoughts? Yeah, going forward, maybe it's just a reminder to remain vigilant of where what you are placing value on and what you are willing to sacrifice to get there and pray a little bit extra. Cody? I, no, I have no other thoughts on this. Perfect. From all of us here at Sinners Take Presents, God bless. <laughs>